Hello and welcome to Mornings with Jesus. I am your host, Joshua Scott Zeitz. Today's encouragement comes from Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 through 9. The Amplified Version reads, But whatever former things were gained to me, as I thought then, these things once regarded as advancements in merit, I have come to consider as loss, absolutely worthless for the sake of Christ and the purpose which he has given my life. But more than that, I count everything as loss compared to the priceless privilege and supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord and of growing more deeply and thoroughly acquainted with him, a joy unequaled. For his sake I have lost everything, and I consider it all garbage, so that I may gain Christ, and may be found in him, believing in and relying on him, not having any righteousness of my own, derived from my own obedience to the law and its rituals, but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith. Today's encouragement is a little bit longer than usual, but I encourage you to hang in there. I love the Bible. It needs no interpretation. It needs no man to come along and say things like, this is what this passage means to me, or this is what this is truly saying right here. Instead, when taken at face value, the Bible is an amazingly awesome and simple book to understand, free from any contradictions. God designed it that way. Where we get into trouble with the Bible is not with the Bible itself, its supposed complexity or hard-to-grasp truths, but rather when we attempt to weave our self-worth or our self-righteousness within its pages. Take, for instance, an individual that is not born again, who has not received the Spirit of God, that has not yet been adopted into the family of God. This person is not going to grasp the Bible at all. They are going to make all kinds of wild accusations against it because they have zero ability to comprehend the truths found within. They are going to be hard-pressed to believe that any of the miracles are real, that any of the beasts or fantastical creatures found within are nothing more than stories derived from man's imagination. Now let's take a look at the morally devout religious person. This person may or may not have had an experience with the true and living God, but for whatever reason, they surely do not believe everything in the Bible. They see it more as a guidebook, a book of wildly imaginative stories, but more than that, a book that helps one walk the straight and narrow. When they see the stories of David and Goliath, Samson, Jonah and the whale, or Daniel in the lion's den, they see them as amazing stories that they can interject themselves into the pages and present themselves as the hero or heroine. But they are really nothing more than that, stories. The morally devout religious person reads the Bible not to be changed, but rather see how the writings can make them even better, how the stories within can relate to them, how they can make themselves a better version of themselves. Listen, I am not going to presume to know all the inner workings of the mind of man, nor would it be wise to assume to know what any given person is thinking at all times regarding the Bible. I simply wanted to paint something that is entirely obtuse, something rather extreme, so that we can see clearly the other side of things. Now let's take Paul for an example. Within the pages of chapter 3 of the book of Philippians, 
Paul paints a picture of his own self-worth, his own self-righteousness, naming off a list of things that to many in his day and time would have been considered quite praiseworthy. However, Paul then goes on to say that all these things, these things that he supposedly gained, were really not gains at all, but rather a big pile of garbage. Not only these things, however, but also anything that does not have to do with knowing Christ, he considered worthy of the dung heap. I want to take a moment and ask you a question to present a challenge to not only you, but me as well. Have we reached that point in our walk with the Lord? What is most important to us? When we read the Bible, do we read it with an air of self-importance to simply add to our already brimming with righteousness selves? Or do we possess the attitude of David when he said, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so does my soul pant for you, O God, Psalm 42.1. Or what about Job when he said, I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than necessary food. Or what about Paul once again when he said, for me to live is Christ. He is my source of joy, my reason to live and to die is gain for I will be with him in eternity. Listen, today's word of encouragement is not meant at all to condemn or to browbeat, but rather to serve as a point of perspective. When I look out at the world and I see the atrocities that are happening all around us, I cannot help but think, if not but for the grace of God, there go I. Paul, David, Job, and so many others within the Bible knew what it was like to come to the end of themselves, to taste the bitterness of self-righteousness, of self-reliance, of self-worth in and of itself. And each of these men, and so many like them, both men and women, came to realize that without Christ, they were nothing. The older in the Lord that I get, not for old sake, the more I am coming to realize that without Him, I am nothing. Before Jesus, I was an absolute mess, a train wreck, a sinful and wicked individual who not only practiced wicked things, but loved them. Now, however, I am born again. I'm a new creature. The things that used to appeal to me, the things that I used to derive pleasure and meaning from, they are garbage to me now. But I still need him. Every hour, every moment, I need him. What about you? I want to leave you today with one more scripture. And this is found in Psalm 63, verses 1 to 3. It says, O God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So have I looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise you. Remember, until next time. What we make happen for others, God will make happen for us.